y'all. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ariel. And, and we're, we're the Harper Sisters. Sisters. This is Sister Chat, where we'll be discussing various lifestyle topics. Are you ready? Uh, let's get it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. There you go, say it again. I like it. I think it might be my new thing. Who knows? We'll oh, see. oh, okay. All right. Well, today our episode of Sister Chat is called 20 Years. And that is because our father passed away 20 years ago when I was 12 and Ira was 8. Um, our father passed away unexpectedly. He wasn't sick or anything. Um, he had a heart attack at work. And that was what happened. Right. So, um, we're just here to talk about our experience as well as hopefully share some something some tips or something that can help someone else that is going through something similar or just having a hard time on father's day or any of those things so i listened to a ted talk Ooh, ted talks yeah you know that's what i do in my free time so i listened to the ted talk with a topic title that says we don't move on from grief we move forward with it and it was by nora somebody start with him McLearney. I can't really. Anyway, but what she was saying was um, she doesn't like the term move on because to her, move on indicates that a person's life, death, and love was just a moment, right? That what they believe and what they left behind is that you should probably just get over it. Mm. So she goes with the term move forward because you carry the move, the, excuse me, they carry, you carry their memories with you. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that move on indicates that you don't carry the person's memories with you and that you leave them in the past? I mean, when you have an ex. Well, yeah, because that's what I was going to say. When you'd be like, "Uh no, I'm moving on. I'm leaving you behind because I don't want to bring you into my next. Okay. And that, so when I hear moving on, I automatically think that. But like what she said, you don't move on. Your life is, first of all, your life is dramatically changed. Right. And, yeah, you don't, you just can't move on. I think you learn You how learn how to, to adjust to it, like you right. learn your new normal. Right. And. I feel like, personally, like, I'm entering into a new normal without a father now that I've gotten older. I feel like I've entered into a new form of grief. Like, right. for the longest time, I felt like he abandoned me and he left me because why would you die and leave me here? That's oh. how I took it as. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it as like, oh, you know, God called him home. I took it as he left me. Well, you know, that's good because that's what I, I think I meant, that I'm entering into a new stage of grieving of the process because of course when when he died when I was eight that was the death of okay no more Chuck E. Cheese no more this no more yeah, that yeah pretty much and, no and more and you fun. know in your <laughs> well. is exactly what I shouted out when, <laughs> <laughs> when they said that they Girl. did all they could do I shouted out no more fun you sure did but so. I think that it, in the back of your mind you always know okay he's not gonna be here for this he's not gonna be here for that he's not gonna be here for this but then as you start hitting those stages where marriage is coming closer and children is coming closer now, it's like, I'm grieving from a different level. Like, I'm going to hit those things and it's going to be my reality. Like, okay, graduation, 
was a big like it, that I think was a it's big the moment. things like like you said like you already have this overview like okay you'll miss graduation however many times I go to college you'll miss those graduations you'll miss these big how milestones. many times you go to college well yeah like if you go to get Jesus. your doctorates so you have these milestones that you already know that this person's not going to be there for right but then like when you hit that milestone like I remember I was graduating from high school. And I was crying, and mom was like, well, you already knew he wasn't going to be here. And, and I think that's the reality of... And I get it, like, right. that is the reality, but when you hit that milestone, that's when it becomes, it's like, to me, the wound is reopened. Oh, I agree for that. Like, okay, now you've reopened this wound, and now everyone else's dads are going to be there, but your dad's not going to be there. Right. So, I don't, I think you just kind of adjust to it. You don't move on well yeah you kind of move forward like she said okay like so you're you moving move forward. forward you're not moving on you're not tech but then some people do and that's the sad like hard because some people do get stuck in that that state and they of don't grief, know how and they don't know forward. how to move forward and everybody's like oh well by now she should kind of be but you can't put a but time you know stamp what? And on that's someone's one thing. grief. And that is what Nora was saying in her her TED Talk. She was saying that grief has no time limit. So at uh-huh. no point should anyone ever say, hey, you should be over that. You shouldn't yeah. be grieving that. Now, unless, okay, I understand, if it's affecting your day-to-day life. Yeah. And I know you guys, we always say go to counseling. But seriously... There are professionals that grieving professionals that can really walk you through that. And thing. then not even so much. Okay, because some people, because I felt like I should have gone to counseling at a young age. Yes, I think I every think child that every loses, child a who loses a parent should go, should to, go to, counseling. to counseling. And I think because sometimes there's such a stigma in the African American community, like oh I don't want to go no therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with my mind. Find a grief group because they have groups. And if you don't want to do it by yourself, yeah, if you don't want to be, do it by yourself, because when you go to counseling, I've had a few counseling sessions, so it just doesn't start <laughs> with just that's another story for a different time. <laughs> but I have to see a therapist, and it doesn't start with like, oh, we're just gonna stay stuck here on this is your issue. No, like it opens up a can of worms, and the next thing you know, you sit in there crying because he done brought up this that you didn't even think was technically correlated to what you were dealing with, right. so. I get why some people don't want to go to counseling. So join a grief group. You can um if you don't feel Google you can talk them. to your immediate family and you yeah. need, you do need to talk to someone. That is one th- I also grief, feel like you should still see someone outside of your immediate family because, That's what I said if you feel you can't talk to your But immediate no, family, even if you can talk to your immediate family, I still think that you should see someone else because sometimes all of your guys is grieving together. It can just be so heavy. Okay, but then also with that, I, I always say go talk to somebody that's a professional because someone may be grieving different than you or don't understand your grief and then they try to downplay your grief. Yeah, like I feel like there were times where my grief, when I hit my teenage phase, my grief was different and no one really said anything or no one tried to be like, okay, well, maybe you should go again, maybe talk to somebody, but I, then I was labeled that I have abandonment issues. But who? The name won't be said online. Oh, okay. um, I thought you were talking about by a professional. I, no, oh, someone okay. just said like, "Oh, well, you have abandonment issues, so that's why it wasn't a boy." Oh, ain't no nigga. Oh, sorry, excuse me. I ain't no man telling you they don't know. I don't know. You just said it, so I thought. You no, was... it was an adult. 
adult female told me that I had abandonment issues. So it's just like you don't you don't understand until you've been in it. Like I hated Father's Day because I feel like How do you feel about Father's Day now? Do you still hate Father's Day? I don't hate it as much now because now I'm in the mind frame that I can't grieve him. I can't grieve him anymore. To the certain and but even for us like well, I don't know. If you how do you not how can you say you can't grieve? But you know what? For us, we had amazing men in our life that did step up, like our grandpa and our uncle. So we did have father figures that we and celebrated we, on Father's dad. Day. Um, yes, and our goddad that we were able to celebrate on Father's Day. So I think that in the time of, you know, it, when you're grieving and you're going through this process, that you do have to find, you know, the joy in some part. You know what I mean? Like even for the people that may not have a father figure. Okay, you yeah. still can celebrate your father, you know. Even though he's not like right. your dad. Right. Like, huh? It can be. No, like, you said you can celebrate Father's Day. Right. But I'm like, he, the guy, it doesn't have to be your father. Right. It could it be, be just uncle, someone like, like said, yeah, a uncle. A gra- Sometimes it could be even a neighbor because we are, we live in a very awesome we had a community. Like, we literally had a village. And even to this day, like, they'll still check on us. No yeah. matter what. It's like, our next door neighbor is amazing. And we have a few other neighbors um, that are on our street. And they're always there to give us just, like, life advice. Right. Like, yeah. one's always giving us job advice. I the, mean, always. The I mean, neighbor across the street, like, he's constantly giving me educational advice. advice. So, you sometimes you have to look look around and be like, wow, okay. Like, you okay, I can... I can glean. I can get glean from them. Now, do you think it's healthy to still celebrate that person on these type of holidays? You know, some people are saying, "Well, if you're still celebrating them, that's not healthy." No, because I did have a father, right? Okay, and it's technically Father's Day, but I think moving forward with my life, I think I'm going to actually really celebrate the day, like celebrate him on the day. Who? Because dad, dad. Okay. like I feel like we celebrate grandpa, we celebrate uncle, and then now I want to do more things like for him, like on his birthday. I said I want to celebrate his birthday, and I want to celebrate Father's Day. So you going down to the graveyard to celebrate? No, no, no. Now, how do you feel about that? Now you know some people like literally go to the graveyard. They got picnics, they got barbecue grills. They're out there chilling. I haven't been back to the his gravesite in years. And I don't, I don't think I don't that I can just I can do, do it. Maybe one day, but I don't feel no, that I'm I don't have any emotionally ready to do that. No, I don't. I personally don't think I'll ever do it because what I see like you said, as, it's taking a bandaid off again. Yeah, and you're just pouring salt in the wound again. And then I know. Sorry, guys. Ashley's a little emotional, guys. So, but what I'm okay. So another thing that the lady was saying in her TED talk, she was saying that grief is a multitasking emotion meaning that you can laugh have fun but still be grieving do you agree with that yeah because i predicted for the long time that i didn't tell people that my dad was dead i but just you want to lie not here lying not lying i just pretended like he was here like he just oh. i don't know i i was weird <laughs> I don't know if that's weird or if that was just your process where you should have, you, and that comes into where you should have went to counseling to walk through that process. But I didn't tell people because I didn't want to seem like the odd person out. 
Okay. Like, I understood, okay, parents get divorced and you still see your dad on the weekend. But you or okay. I understand that, oh, people might not have had a dad. But nobody I knew had had a dad and then died and then didn't have a dad anymore. Okay. So I pretended like, you know, he was still here. But not here. Which it sounds very crazy now that I say it out loud. But that's just what I did. Because I didn't want anyone to know. And then when I took Bruce... They, everybody assumed that Bruce was my dad because he took me to the father and daughter dance. But you know what? And he never made it any difference. He never differentiated, if that's the right word, when we were all together between his sons and us. It was all like if we were literally his all his kids. And I. So do you think that having that helped you in the process? Yeah, because I I didn't utilize it as much as I probably should have during my teenage years when I was dealing with Girl, boys. Girl, you was just out there. <sighs> But having that, like, I was able to go to, if it wouldn't have been for him, who would I have taken to my father and daughter dance? You know, I never went to one of them. Did you guys have it still? I don't know if they had it. I don't know if they did it. After after the year I went, I never heard anything else about it. But, you know, I think it was those moments that made a little bit of, of going through the process and going through life, having those moments where we had somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you had someone to go to father-daughter dance, like, or we could go to grandpa at any given time and get help with a car or anything yeah. and learn different things. It wasn't like, you know, because some people lose a parent and they legitimately don't have they nobody don't have else. They don't have that male role or, or motherly role at all, you know, to go help them through the, that process. So, we were very blessed to have... Yeah, to have... And, you know, uncle. Uncle was... Uncle was the guy. Yeah, uncle's there, you know. Yeah, he, he uncle did what he my uncle did what he <laughs> could do yeah and in the circumstance that he was in uncle did his thing like it was not a time that we did not have nothing to unwrap yeah on christmas like my uncle used to buy me um the dmx cds every christmas i could bet my life that i was getting a dmx cd so if y'all want to know who created the gangsta in me and then if it wasn't even like, I don't remember what CD he bought me. And I was like, I am not going to listen to this. But it was just like, you know, say he did what he could. Like, I, you know, Uncle coming with a blanket. Yeah. You know, something. when it get cold this Christmas, you know, you get guaranteed Uncle going to bring your and blanket. And I was so happy. But it was those moments. Dorm, I had that blanket. Right. Like, my uncle is like the my biggest fan when it comes to bacon. Like, he bought me most of my stuff, my spoons, my measuring cups. So, having him present and doing those little things, I think, for me, has helped me. I'm not saying it replaced or it don't stop, you know, tears or the emotions when I go through it. But it has definitely helped me in that aspect to know that I am not I'm t- I'm fatherless, but I'm not fatherless. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I'm. this is what I would think of it as. I am fatherless, but I wasn't abandoned. Okay. I was, I, I had other, you know, we had other males, like, rally and stand up. When I of think course. of abandoning, and now I think of it now, when that lady told me I had abandonment issues, I should have told her, no, I don't have abandonment issues. Don't put those word curses on me. Come on, I have my grandpa. Right. I have my uncle. I have my goddad. I have my godbrothers. Like, right. I have people who are there for me. But that because people be walking and they say they profits and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Girl, I'm not 
happened. I'm not gonna. Anyway, I'm not gonna talk about the false prophet. I don't know where this is going, but anyway, so what would be something that you would tell some, or what is a tip that you would give someone that's going through grief? This Father's Day. My tip would be let it out. Don't try to hold the cry in. Don't try to let... Don't hold it in. Like, let no, your... Let your feel, feel what you those, feel. Yeah, feel those emotions. Right. Feel those emotions. And if you have to lay in bed and you cry all day in bed, let that be your day. Don't make yourself be like, okay, it's Father's Day, so I gotta do X, Y, and Z. Unless... No, because I think even if you have someone be like, hey, I, I just need this time. Right. You sometimes you you put on this brave face for the whole world. Like, no, I just need I need these few moments to myself. Wait a minute, you put on that brave face and then end up like that lady off of what was on Good Times? Oh, she broke that thing. You try to have that strong face and you are gonna end up like her, just dropping the dishes. You know, with your hands all clenched and you know, (laughs) cuss words and things. You know, expressing your anger in a different way. But I I will say this alcohol and drugs is never the answer no because a lot of people turn to that it's, they it's drown the, the they drown what you trying to say they drown their sorrows with that so i wouldn't encourage that i would encourage and it's just a temporary fix because once you wake up from being wine drunk or drunk in general you still you still gotta face reality and the reality is, <laughs> they're not there. They're not there. And, and you know what? Another, another people. Some. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot because like I haven't done research. But you know, people grieve differently, and some people grieve themselves into the bedroom with other folks trying to cover up something. Yeah, trying to, you know, trying to, you know. And because it's easy, it's easy to be enticed though. Because when Grandma passed away. You know, I was doing my thing in uh, Arizona, and when she had died, I was talking to, you know, a few people. Oh, Lord. And, like, that was their first thing. Like, oh, well, I don't want you to be alone tonight. You should come stay. You should come stay with me. Uh-uh. No, I don't want to come stay with you. You going to bring my grandma back? If I come over there, you going to tell my grandma's there? No? Okay. I don't want to come to your home. Thank you, sir. But, but they use that. And, and they use that. And you have to be, you kind of, I know that you're grieving, but you kind of still have to stay vigilant because people will also manipulate you. In your grief. Yeah. They will, they see you're in a, a, a moment and people will manipulate your grief. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's very much so true. And you be sitting up there wondering, Lord, how I get here? How I get here? How this person got this money for me? I don't know. I was grieving. You just never know. I'm not talking about for a personal. Okay, that one was a personal experience, guys. But I'm just saying, I don't know. Things happen. Wait a minute. That's a wow. Where's this going with that? I don't know. I yeah, just said so, that. So, growing up without a father is hard. I I don't know about it. now. Okay, I have another question for you. So she was saying. Here we go back to my TED talk. She was saying that people don't understand grief until they're in it, right? So do you feel that people that have not lost their parents can not give you, I guess, words of encouragement or words of advice? Because you don't know. You don't know how I feel. Your mom and daddy still breathing. I think that that's how you should start it off. I don't really know how you feel. I've never been in your shoes, but I'm here for you. Okay. Giving them a hug. Like, I'll never tell somebody who's lost their mother already, I know how you feel. Because I don't know how you feel. 
I still got April. Well, I guess, yeah, but I guess it's, in that it's sense, still, you can to me, say, it's not the same. No, no, but I guess you could not saying I know how it feels to lose a mom, but I know how I've been in your position of losing a parent. I, now, do I you just think never that thought you, about it. I, no, I, I don't just know. Said, do you think you can relate then I mean, I can relate way? to you losing a parent, but it's different. To me, it's different levels. Right, like so every someone time, that lost their their parent as an adult can't really say much about a person that lost they lost their father or mother at a younger age. Yeah, like I don't know how you would you got more time. be able to not even so much age difference relating, but the pain is different. Like yes, I lost my dad. This person might have lost their mother. Our pain is different. That's right, your it, mom. It is different. So it is I different. can't be like, oh, all I can say is I've lost a parent. I know how it feels to lose a parent but i don't i won't ever be able to understand what you're going through because anytime so like when someone loses their dad i automatically just cry because i know i know what this child is up against i know what they're getting ready to go up against and if they're not in a a I'm just going to say in a good middle-class family that can maybe afford a therapist and know like, Oh, maybe I'll send my kids to therapy. The struggle, their struggle. Yeah. They're going, it's going to be a struggle. And then the kids probably going to start acting out because nobody knows. Nobody ever takes the time to stand out and actually talk to the kid and be like, Hey, you know, and they're going to label. They're going to label. Yeah. Oh, well he's just bad. He's acting out. Well, let's see. He lost his dad. And Why don't we talk what? about that? Why are you on that point? That's a, that, that's another t- good tip. So our, one of our tips were go to counseling. Another tip is talk about it. Like if you have a child that has lost someone, talk to that child. And you know what? Let them express themselves yeah. without trying to put conditions. Sometimes you just need to be quiet and let the child express what they're expressing. They don't, I'm not, as a parent, I'm not a parent yet. You want to fix the problem. You want to help them. But sometimes you or just need to step back and let that child feel not even so much it. that. You want to be so strong. You don't want your kid to see that you're hurting. But you need, oh, your kid good. needs to see it too. That's good. Like your kid needs to see like. You hurt. You're, you're hurting crying. too. We're literally Maybe all cry in together. this together. Yeah. So then the kid won't have to be like, well, I better not cry in front of mom because, you know, I got to be strong for mom. Look, y'all have a cried out session together. Cried cry out. Cry till you can't cry no more together. She said a cry out session. <laughs> because it will show the kid that. That it's okay. That it's okay to, to cry. Emotions. It's okay to have those emotions. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, let your kid know. When they say, I miss, I miss my dad. Well, I miss your dad too. And talk about it. Yeah, remember when your dad used to do this? Right. Or You got to do it kind of to their level, you know? And then a lot of times, and this is a tip for uh, if you got a child or if you're going through grief. Don't act like the person never exists. Yeah, don't. Talk. Don't be, don't be, like don't be weird and make it seem like daddy they was never there. Because daddy done passed away or mama... I mean, they existed. Acknowledge that, and talk about the memories that you do have with them. You know, yeah. some people lose they uh, they fathers, and then they just like daddy was never there. Yeah, it's like they put him in this closet so that they don't like, have to feel those I'm emotions. Done. Nope, he's not here. There's no really no need to talk about him, and I don't think that. It's just not healthy. No, that ain't healthy at all. And it kind of does a disservice to yourself because it's like you're you're trying to keep all these emotions in this closet. Like, oh, you know, I never want to. I don't want to talk about them. You may drive yourself. Talk, crazy. Yeah, you drive yourself crazy, and I, I don't know what will happen then. If they drive yourself crazy, yeah, be down there at war with me. Mm, develop a 
multiple personality. You know what happens though. For home seven. Okay, I don't know. Shut up. People have traumatic <laughs> events, Ariel, and they Love. develop another personality to protect them. It's on Criminal Minds. You seen the episode? Here you go with Criminal Minds. It's a real episode. Well, actually, it's, a, it's also a real disorder Girl, as well. Girl, Lord, here she go, y'all. She on the tangent of criminal minds. And this has led me and Ariel to um, want to start a nonprofit organization right. to help children who have lost their fathers, where they can all come together. It's a safe place, um, get group support counseling, and just have fun with one another because... And don't make, and have an area where, to, where they won't say, I'm by myself. Yeah, because that... Honestly, that is the worst I think worst that's what I felt growing up is like, no one else knows what it feels no like. No one. To have that feeling, that's not just with grief, but when people feel like they're the only person going through something, that is the worst thing in the world, just feel lonely. And to think that there is no one in the whole world who is feeling the same way that you're feeling, it also leads to um, other factors as well. So, we want to make it so the kids, look... We are all going through the same thing. Us ourselves, look at us. We still we cry. It. We still right. grieve our dad. But we've accomplished things too. You could do it too. Yeah. You could do the same just thing. Just give them that safe space to just be. Yeah. Because a lot of times I, I feel when I was growing up that, you know, they try to keep you busy. They try to keep you going on with life and going on with life. That they don't just let you be in those moments. Like, in this moment, I'm sad. In this moment, I'm a little angry. In this moment, I'm jealous. So, allowing the kids to come into a space and be safe and just be in whatever emotion that they have in that moment to know, hey, okay, we felt that. We still feel that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important to to have those support groups around and have that, you know, that area for those children that have lost their fathers because let me tell you it is it was difficult and it still is difficult difficult i still have my moments um but i've learned how to allow myself to be in those moments so like like okay so like now me being 28 years old what i would tell my eight-year-old self feel those emotions cry be angry. Be whatever you're feeling. Don't try to be like, because I was one of those kids, to try to be strong. Be in that moment. Feel what you're feeling. Say it out loud that you miss him. Say it out loud that you're angry that he's gone. Don't hold that in. So if I was to be able to sit my yourself down now and tell, you know, hey, don't bottleize that pain. Don't hold that pain in and don't try to push it to the back of your mind because it's relevant. You lost your father, someone that you've seen every day, that you interacted with every day of your life. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I think helps me now because now I know it let me feel what I feel let me stay in what I'm feeling my co-host is crying y'all she's a little emotional she gonna get it together I think I would just tell tell my 12 year old self that he didn't abandon you Okay. That it was just his time to go. Even though you don't understand, you don't understand. Even though I didn't understand it, that I was so, oh, I was mad at God for such a long time because I said I didn't understand. I was only twelve, but I would tell my young that you weren't abandoned. He didn't leave you. It wasn't like he made the decision one morning. I'm gonna get up and go. Yeah, to walk out of your life forever. That it was just his time to go. Right. And that's hard to process. 
even sometimes because you went through your life so long, think, you know, or a period of your life, and then you look back on that period of life, and it's like, if I just would have knew that, what I know now, I yeah. wouldn't experience that. I wouldn't have went through that. I wouldn't have thought that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, looking I, back now, there's so many things that it's like, why well, wouldn't have And that's why that. I want to have this nonprofit organization, because I look back and I'm like, well, I want to be what I am now to somebody else. And help them not go down that and path. And help them not feel like all these right. years, like, they were just abandoned, they were left, and they didn't feel like they had anybody in their corner. Because, like you said, we had a village. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have that village. Right. So, let us be your village. Let us help you and your child process what they're going through. Yeah. And because I, and I hate the phrase all the time, like... Oh well, you know it was it was his time. I hate that phrase because it doesn't do anything to help me. You know what? Ooh, you know which one burned me up and get me fired up and going. I mean, it runs me the wrong ways when people come up there and say, "Oh, they're in a better place." Oh yeah, don't tell me that because Keep in your my better mind, place. Hello, because the better mind, place was this house. Hello, still in my face talking to me. Don't tell me he in no better place. What is the I better place like look better. like? I and that's why I never. People that I know who've had family members that die, oh my God, I never tell them it was his time, was their time to go. Are they in a better place? place. Or they're in a better place. Because who am I to tell you that, oh, they're in a better place? Well, like you said, no, the better place is with me in this home. And it's not that you know that we're going, oh, he's in heaven or hell, they're the better place. And people are, well, how do you know? Don't tell me that it's the better place because in my mind, he was just fine where he was at. Yeah. So how was not being with me better? Don't tell me that. Yeah, I just... Don't sit down with your better place. Just tell me you're going to pray. And just give me a hug and keep it moving. Because... Don't, 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 don't come with the better place. And don't come with that, what was the one you said? Um... Girl, you oh, it was, it was, you know, it was this time. Like, I even hated that with, like, grandma when I was like, well, she, you know, you did, you wanted to stay. Yeah, I was fine. <laughs> I was definitely <laughs> fine with lying. coming home on my breaks and seeing her. And that's very selfish. I know right. it's a very selfish feeling, but don't tell me and don't ask me. Like, you want a real answer? And then don't go around telling me how I should feel. Yeah. Well, you should be you should be grateful you had her all these years. I still had more. Yeah, like what do you mean? I still I, had stuff that I needed to do with this man. Not, no, like I I'm graduated from college. I I've needed him married. to walk me. Down. I had a whole life plan. Don't come tell me that I should be grateful for the time he had. Yeah. He was an excellent father. Be grateful for the memories. Listen, sir. Memories man, are all fine and dandy. But I needed but some that's time what to they create are. more memories. Right. Don't the hold that now. Like Angie Stone said in her song, "I wish I didn't miss you." anymore memories don't live like people do who said that angie told you memories don't live here you like go with this do. singing uh-uh girl let it go okay i don't know that other part <laughs> girl let it go i don't i don't know that part but it's like yeah memories don't live like well it, that's true memories don't live he ain't laughing he ain't breathing yeah i can't go call him he can't call me i can't go up and say daddy i want the new pair of shoes i can't do that so don't so, come tell me about the memories I should be grateful. Yes, I'm grateful that I had them. Be, think before you speak when you're talking to someone that has just lost someone. Yeah, just it be very sensitive to the things that you're... And I know, like, you'd be like, oh, well, 
I know you didn't think about it, or I know you didn't think before you talked. I think people just say stuff to say stuff. Yeah, because people are trying. Yeah, people don't know what to. Because that's the thing. No one really talks about grief and how to handle grief. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you know the stages of grief. It's always an awkward moment when someone grieves. Very awkward, and you know it's awkward because you just don't know what to say. Listen, if you don't know what to say, just hold the person. Let them cry in your arms. Don't try to, you know, just be, just be present. Like when my supervisor died, it was super awkward in the, um, we, it was the viewing. First of all, it was open casket viewing. So you're like sitting there in the casket open. Wait a minute. Let me help you help yourself. All viewings are open casket. Hello. Well, in the room (laughs) we were at, like, it was just, it was all of us in this room and the room wasn't that big. Well, you ain't supposed to be in that seat. You go view and you exit. It was a casket right there. And he was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, my God. Where else he going to so be? awkward. I don't know where I thought he was going to be. Well, the point but... of viewing is you view, and then you exit. Then nobody tell you to go in there with no hot chips and no drink and sit down and have a party. They were sitting but there. But you know what's crazy that you brought that up? When Uncle Al passed away, his fans and people were sitting in there with us, like, no, they kept was... te- mom was checking on those people and they kept saying like we don't want to leave we just want to be in his presence and i'm like sir ma'am no. this is but i presence. mean that's usually what we do we sit there i don't know why but we sit there and have like a grand old conversation like well, i guess the family has to be the there end of the walkway girl i don't know yeah that's true because i mean y'all said we sit around like if he was going to get up and come home with it. Not just him. We do it for everybody. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody who dies, call us. We'll sit there with you all night. Okay, so now I have another question. Do you think that parents should let children view their dead parent in the casket? I Is think that's that just a personal that... choice, I yeah. believe. I don't say it's a right or wrong answer. I'm not saying it's a right or wrong. I just do you, do you believe in it. My um supervisor that passed away, his kids was in there. Like, hey. Peeping, hey. Not hanging on the camera. Hey. They kept going up there? Hey. I'm not making it. Actually, I know you lying. No, they were. Not with that hey noise. Well, they're little boys, so I don't know. Do a little boy. I don't know a little boy's voice, but But it was pretty much to the whole point of like, hey, like looking. I, first of all, I don't personally like viewing bodies in general. I usually stand further back. Girl, you get up and go as soon as the ushers, they call for the uh, yes, I do. The mortician to come, you can click your heels out. And I'm out. I don't like viewing bodies because I like to see people the way that I last saw them. If they were joyful, I want to remember them joyful. I don't remember, I want to remember them in the casket. So I, that would be my personal preference. Like I wouldn't want my kids to view because I don't view because then that means that I'd have to go with them. Not technically, you can send somebody with them. Not me. No, because I didn't want to go with them. I'm their mom. But I think that if the child is old enough to really understand and you ask them, hey, do you want to view your parent? I think that it should be a conversation. I don't think they should be forced. I feel no. that. And I'm not saying, which, you know, if you force your child to do it, you're wrong. I'm just perfectly for me. I don't feel like a child should be forced. I think that they should, if they're old enough to have that dialogue, say, hey, do you want to go? And if they say yes, then you take them. But if they're saying, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, don't be like, no, you're going to go see him this last time. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Because that's even more and traumatic just on the child. And with anything i think like even if their grandma dies just don't kids are a lot smarter than i think people give them credit for they do kids are able very smart kids are very articulate when you start talking to them 
That's the thing. Talk to them. About death. Let them hear. Let them voice their opinions. Let them be like, no, I don't really want to go see grandpa like that. Okay, that's fine. And then tell your nosy family, no, he does not want to see grandpa like that. Don't no for advocate for your child. Advocate for your child. Don't let nobody say, girl, he, he needs to go, go see his daddy. Girl, he needs lie. to. No, girl, you mind your own business. I got this over here. That's what you need to do, girl. Okay. I know she lied on the internet, y'all. Shoot. But that is true. Don't let nobody else tell you what to do with your child in the moment of grief. Because it is a sensitive time and then people, they love, they just got to put their input in it. Well, this is what I would do. Or this is what I, okay. No, ma'am. This is what you're not going to do because this isn't your situation. <laughs> At all. Because y'all know how it is. People die. Family members come in. They want to say X, Y, and Z. Oh, girl, they, they got so to the many grand ideas about every daggone thing. Girl, they got three PhDs when it comes to telling you what to do with your child. Yeah. So, so make sure that you, in that moment of grief, protect your children in their grief. And protect yourself in your yeah, grief. Yeah, protect yourself because, you know, adults do lose their parents. Let me tell you so something. Yeah, protect, protect yourself in your grief because people will try to tell you what you should feel, what you should how do, you should how you should do it. Don't, and when you grieve it, be okay with telling the people, I'm not right now. Be or okay. I got this. Or Shut let the me hell up. It. Say that. Shut the hell up. Oh, Lord, no. You might be going out for a run. I wouldn't be going out for a run if my mama just died. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Y'all, actually, something is wrong with her, and I just want y'all to pray. Like, people do that all the time. Pray I wouldn't her. be doing that if my mama just died. Mm, you, mm, I wouldn't do that if my daddy just died. Shut the you hell know, up. Let me tell you something. As sad as it is, people are going to judge the way you grieve or how you grieve. Yeah. She ain't crying as much as I would have been crying. That's great that you would handle it different. Let that, per- let that person handle it how they yeah, handle it. Yeah, you didn't fall out of the casket when she didn't love her daddy. Like, what? <laughs> So don't, and that's another tip. Don't let no one tell you how to handle yeah, your grief. Yeah, and yes. Handle your grief the way you know works best for you. Now, unless you out there just knocking folks out and breaking yeah, the law and doing something, doing some then, then, then somebody to tell you how to handle your grief. But if you're doing it healthy and you're doing what works best for you, then continue to do that. Yeah, if you're out there picking bar fights. Continue to do no. that and don't let nobody come dictate nothing. About nothing. And to my ladies that, you know, you're going to be planning a wedding without your fathers, plan it the way you want to plan it. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you how to plan it. And don't let nobody say, oh, well, this person should walk down that. No, thank you. Because at the end of the day, you're planning the biggest, one of the biggest moments of your life and you're missing the biggest person that was supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? So in that moment, plan everything, celebrate life, celebrate their life. Don't let nobody tell you that you're weird for celebrating their life. And take the moments that you need. Yeah, take the moments. If you wake up on Father's Day and you got to sit in that bathroom and you got to cry for a little bit till you get yourself together, do that. Don't try to, and then don't try to rush it. Oh, I I can't, I shouldn't feel this. I shouldn't feel this. Yes, you should. That was your father. Cry. You're missing a part. Like, I always say that my heart broke and it never healed right. It never healed back. Because I'm missing a piece of my heart, I feel like. Uh, absolutely. So, you can't tell, you just can't, you're, bro- you're heartbroken at the end of the day. Yes, you can go to therapy. Yes, you can talk to a but they million never and five back. people. But that part, that piece of your heart that broke, it's, it's gone. 
and you just literally have to figure out how to navigate maneuver life and yeah navigate through your your new normal and I'm not gonna. I I, don't, I hate when I you you tell people tell you like it's gonna get better. It's gonna it get better. I don't think it gets better, but I do believe that step by step it gets just a little easier. I'm not saying that you won't have your moments, but you get used to it, getting into a new rhythm, and it, it makes I think you just it gets a little easier, easier. till you hit another level. Until you well, that is that's good because like, like I, I said, said I'm entering a different level, and now, now I have to figure grief. out right, and now I have to figure out how to maneuver and what this grief looks like. Yeah, like I didn't did. Not... Now I'm hitting another milestone, and so what does this look like? And and you know, ask God too, because some people say, "Don't question God." Ask God, God, how do I handle this? How do I maneuver through this? Yeah. And 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 really pray if you. I mean, praying helps if that's what you choose to do. Everybody don't yeah, believe in have, prayer. If you believe but... in who whomever your higher power is. Yeah. You know, pray. pray what you pray and and get in the rhythm and and do what works best for you and just try to live a life. I think that would honor them. Yeah, that, and I feel like that's where I'm at now because who, my lord, I know my Twerk father was just ready to snatch them. Head. Like my God, snatch you by your ear again, huh? Oh, all right, child. She ain't learned yet, Lord. But um, live a life that you think would honor would honor them, and I think that when we get our nonprofit organization together, I definitely feel like it will be something that he'll be proud of. Yeah. Like they got you, it together. You took your pain and helped somebody else through their pain. Yeah. And I think that and, he will be proud of that. And I also think because like with us, we have we have other siblings as well. So I also feel like in the moments when you're interacting with your other like your other half siblings, I think stuff like that like you know, like, I'm sure when we went to Hawaii, like, Dad was like, I'm really happy that they spent their brother's 40th birthday together right. in Hawaii, and they had an amazing time with one another. So just do things, like, if you, like, our dad was a, a family person. He was dope. So if it is, like, just reaching out every now and then to your cousins and things like that, like, you know, my dad would really like if I just randomly text my cousin and was right. like, like, I know we would have been so happy because this weekend we were supposed to be going to Michigan because one of our cousins were getting married, but due to corona, um, that didn't ruined. happen. But um, I know that he would have just been so happy to see us all there together. But you know what? In in regards to COVID being gone, we do this weekend get an opportunity to see yes, a sister. We, do. we haven't seen a sister in years. So that would be something that's still honoring Father's Day by going to see his only sister, well, his only living living sister. sister. So I think that we're honoring him that way. We're going to go have a good time and have fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Hopefully there will be no more tears. But I'm sure you're going to cry some more. (laughs) I ain't going to say I ain't, but since you couldn't hold it together. But it's okay. It's all right. You guys got raw Ashley today. This is what Sister Chat looked like in real life, y'all. Like, Ashley... Yeah, she'll see something on television and start crying about her father. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm not. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't but. even play that Luther Vandross song. Dance with my father. Oh, girl, Ooh. I went there. You here beating this over with? That's it. That's I am done. That is so tight too. I just cry so much. It's all right. Well, do you have anything else you want to share? No, just oh, shout out to CJ. She was our, our only participant. Our only participant. <laughs> and she I was our only watch. participant. The only but we are 
are so grateful. But for she nominated Uncle Curtis, and, and Uncle he's Curtis. our winner. And we oh just my God, say, guys. Her her entrance is that the thing? Yeah, her entrance was amazing. Was like amazing. I felt like Uncle Curtis was just the bomb, and I really want to meet him. Yeah, but I we hope just want to say Curtis. congratulations, Uncle Curtis. You are well deserving of the gift that you're and gonna so get. So much more. And yeah. If you guys follow us on Instagram, which you should, which everyone should, um, go and read her her entry for the th- the things that she said about her uncle. It was they, so they were really nice. And then I we, feel like everyone deserves an Uncle Curtis. Everyone I, needs an Uncle. Curtis. Everybody needs Uncle Curtis. So, I want to end this episode by just saying happy Father's Day to all fathers. If you're listening, enjoy this weekend. You deserve it. Um, Kick back and just enjoy what you like doing. Next episode, there won't be any tears. You'll never know. So, all right, guys. All right. Chat with you guys next week. Take care.